Unity of Farmington Hills, a powerful path for spiritual living. Farmington Hills. Hello, I hope everyone is feeling wonderful on our first unofficial start of the summer. Yay! If you are visiting with us today, we are so glad you're with us, and please pick up a new <coughs> member packet out in the hallway. 
Everyone is invited to join us for fellowship down in Social Hall with coffee. <clears throat> and our next Yard Beautification Day is this Saturday, June 4th, from 12 to 4. We need, we need some help, so if you can, please join us. Bring your tools, gloves, garbage bags, whatever you feel you need to help us make our yard beautiful. Our 25th anniversary bash is next Saturday, June 11th. Yay! It's from 2 to 5. We're going to have tents. It'll be in the backyard, rain or shine. <laughs> there will be music, food, drinks, games, and more. Come and celebrate with us and invite others. We need some volunteers to help. So if you're able to help with some setup or breakdown or in between, during the, the function, please uh, sign up in, there's a sign-up sheet out in the hallway, or you can talk to Roxanne Berry or Lynn Schluter after service. Terry Schluter. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, oh, goodness. On Sunday, June 12th, our celebration continues with our All Music Sunday. Join us to enjoy the uplifting, inspirational music of our wonderful UFH music team. We're having a Friends and Family Sunday on June 26th. This is our opportunity to invite friends and family to worship and fellowship with us. The women's group, the men's group, the Critical Conversations group, Monday House Party, and the Trivia Night will all be postponed for the summer, June, July, and August but we'll all resume back in September. To stay abreast of what's going on in our church, <clears throat> please visit our website, unityfh.com. Check out our Facebook page or read through our weekly newsletter, which is emailed out every Friday. Our prayer chaplains have started making monthly wellness calls to check in on members and pray with them. To be added to the call list, please sign up on the table outside of the sanctuary or email prayerchaplains at unityfh.com. Prayer requests may also be placed in the prayer box on the counter across from the sanctuary for prayer requests. Or you can request prayer by calling our new church prayer line, 248-702-0010. And now, as our music team sings Surely the Presence, let us prepare our hearts and minds for the daily word and the opening prayer. for the reading of today's daily word for Sunday, May 29th, 2022. 
today's word is comfort. I love in my heart, the love in my heart is my comfort. I'll say that again and affirm that with me, please. The love in my heart is my comfort. Our message reads, If the sadness of loss diminishes my joy as I think of happy experiences with the loved ones who are no longer with me, I remember that the love we shared will bind us together always. Love can never die. Love, the most beautiful attribute of God, is present always and everywhere. I am comforted as my heart opens to the divine love within me, knowing that this same love enfolds all of those I hold dear, no matter where they are on the eternal journey of life. Peace and strength grow in my awareness as I open myself to love's expression. I bless everyone who comes to mind today with a loving thought. I speak a loving word or perform a, a special, a simple kind, act of kindness wherever I can. As I bring comfort to others, I am comforted also. And the scripture for today comes from Psalm 119, verse 76. Let your steadfast love become my comfort according to your promise to your servant. Let us pray. So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. Let your attention float down into the center of your chest. Acknowledging the presence of God within you. And we know that there is only one power and only one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe. And that is God the good omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient. Let's allow ourselves to set an intention to open ourselves up fully to that love within us that is God's divine presence. We open our minds up, our hearts up, our bodies. We set our intention to be an expression of love. And during this Memorial Day weekend, if there are those who come to mind who we are remembering those who have sacrificed their lives in, act for the, in an action of duty for their country. Our hearts are full of gratitude. Our hearts know that they are with God absolutely, that their minds are at peace, that their spirit is a beautiful expression that we can tune into. And wherever they are, just like wherever we are, God is right there and all is well. So our hearts are comforted and filled with joy. And we open up to celebrate the lives as we remember them. And today we open ourselves up for this message. Knowing that it is the power of God that brings it forth and the power of God that will bring us to an understanding of it, and the power of God that will move us into expressing it in this world. Take a deep, deep breath, breathing that in again. 
sit just for a little bit in that feeling of joy and peace. Knowing that God is always working, even we, we don't see it. Take another deep breath and breathe it in deeply. thank you for your mighty gift of love that loves us no matter what. We lift our hearts in prayer in the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. That's like some nice, soothing music, right? <laughs> Thank you, Nicholas. <laughs> all right, let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And let's affirm our growth affirmation as well, our U of H growth affirmation, knowing that it is working. So let's do it with some gusto. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls, sanctuary, and classrooms with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. And then the light came up outside as we said that. <laughs> it's bright outside. The sun came up.
the rain, the storms, the hardest nights are your mercies in disguise. That was beautiful. Can we give them another hand, please? Oh, man. It, you know, there. oh, man. I'm just moved. That's all. Your voice is so beautiful, Faith. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I love the way you all come up with the perfect songs. Um, just through just through intuition, coming up with the perfect songs and even the way you do them and put them together in your melodies is, is beautiful. Thank you so much for that. Ah, I don't have a joke for today. <laughs> I'm going to start having you all come up and tell a joke. I can't think of one. <laughs> so, so I guess we'll just dive, dive right in. Um, you know, I, I, did, I did hear something cute, though, that um, my, uh, nie my cousin was telling me about her, her niece. It's actually her grandniece, and she was saying her grandniece is about five years old, and she was teaching her how to play jacks. You know, you throw the ball up in the air, get a jack, and catch it. But she kept throwing, her, her niece kept throwing the ball up in the air and then catching it and getting the jack. And she said, no, you have to throw the ball up in the air, get the jack, and then catch the ball. And so her niece looked at her and said, who developed this stupid, <laughs> this stupid game? They were idiotic. And she's like, there's a five-year-old, a five-year-old saying that. <laughs> and it just makes you think how, how grown, like you look at some kids nowadays and say, you've been here before. <laughs> you must have been here before. But when she was telling that to me, it was so funny. Because yesterday we went, um, we did a, we normally do in my family a, a little Memorial Day or uh, Fourth of July or Labor Day celebration the Saturday before. And so I got to see some of my cousins who I hadn't seen in a little while and be around my father and my aunt, their brother and sister. They're in their 70s. <laughs> you would think they were in elementary school the way they go at it with each other. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, oh, <laughs> chill. But it was really fun to see that because it is true that having a, um, not being childish, but being child at heart gives you such a joy, you know? And they're very joyful. And so that's a beautiful example to have in my family. So we had a whole lot of fun um, seeing each other and enjoying each other and seeing some cousins I hadn't seen before. But when my cousin told me about what her niece said, and she's five years old, how do you learn the word idiotic? <laughs> she must have heard her mother or father say that, you know? So anyway, I thought that was cute. So I wanted to share that. Anyway, today we are completing our study on the spiritual faculty of power. In Unity, we, um, every month of the year represents one of the spiritual faculties that we have in our consciousness that as we spiritualize them, bring us to a fuller expression of Christ inside of us, which is beautiful because it brings you into a higher quality of life, and then it also brings you into a higher feeling of your authentic self. 
a higher expression of your authentic self. Because the part that you see, the hear, the smell, and all of that, that's not your authentic self. That's our created self. Our authentic self is the spirit within. And so we've been discussing power this month, and the, our power is our ability to do things. But the way we've been discussing it is we're talking about our spiritual power, our authentic power, that part of us that has authority to co-create with God your life. When the Bible says that God gave us, made us in God's image and likeness and gave us reign and dominion over this world, God meant over the world inside of your mind. Because as you rule and, and govern your mind, that's what becomes the manifestation in your world. Does that make sense? So we started off talking about our, that in our authentic, our dominion and having authority means that we are accountable and responsible for our own mind. And so if you're living your life according to what someone else's expectations are. And a lot of times we do that when you start to grow up. You start to live your life according, especially when you're younger, you're living your life according to your parents' rules. But when you get out of your parents' house and you start to develop your own consciousness and your own way of being, it's time to really go in and take authority of your own mind and shift from doing things that our parents taught us to do. Use that as a guide, but really move into having authority over our own mind and taking on upon ourselves, developing who we are in our mind. Going from there and going further in our relationship of who we are. And the other part of it, that we are in control of our own mind, is that we have the power to have self-mastery over our own mind. Like really, do you know how your mind ticks? Like I'm still, I, <laughs> I just started really, really going inside and figuring out for myself, what do I like? What do I want? What is my purpose in life? Beyond being a mother, beyond being a sister, beyond being an a, a employee, what is my true reason and inside of me, what really brings me joy? Now, I could tell you what brought my kids joy. I could tell you what brought my parents joy, my brothers and sisters, my husband. Well, <laughs> I'm on my third one now. <laughs> I'm mastering it. <laughs> I think I'm doing good. What did I say, third time's a charm? I think I'm charming it, y'all. <laughs> but anyway, that was my... And that was my um, mastery at the time. But that's outside of me. And I found myself never fully happy, never fully uh, self-fulfilled. Now, at people around me, I'd make sure they were happy. But I never was truly happy myself. And the times that I would start being happy and joyful and, in, you know, that kind of thing, somehow it got squashed, especially when I put other people's expectations on it. And someone has something to say, then I diminish myself because of what they had to say. Anybody ever done that? Because you don't know yourself. You haven't mastered who you are. Um, and so the next part in uh, the power, the spiritual faculty of power, is to move into mastering your own inner world. Learning who you are, how you tick, what triggers you. What makes you angry? What expectations do you have upon yourself and other people? 
What sense of perfectionism do you have in yourself? What low self-esteem? What insecurities? What parts of you feel unworthy? All of those things are wonderful to know and beautiful to know because now you know what parts of yourself to deny the power of this holding you from shining so brightly and minimizing you and to step into becoming a higher expression of it as you cultivate the truth of who you are. And so that moves us into that today's discussion. Today's lesson is entitled, Your Authentic Power Taking Control of Your Inner World. And that's really powerful if you want to really live a quality of life where you're truly happy. Even when things are not going perfectly, you're still sitting in a state of peace because you've taken control over your mind, and your mind isn't um, taking control over you. Your emotions aren't taking control of you because things are not going well, and you get all caught up into the drama of it. Some of us live on the drama of our life. Some of us create the drama to live on the drama because we're addicted to the drama. Some of us can't stand it when it's peaceful because we're so addicted to the drama because drama causes an adrenaline, and that adrenaline rush can be just as powerful as any uh, uh, cocaine or alcohol or anything like that. It can be just as powerful, and we create a, uh, we create a drama. We create a complaint. We always have something to say that will cause us to feel a certain kind of way, to get attention or to just draw that energy to us because we have not taken control over our life to move us into our own sense of inner peace. Does that make sense? When you know your mind, you know how to guide yourself into inner peace through the Christ in you. And so that's going to be something, where, that's what we're talking about today. And it's going to be a big piece of what I'm working on. My thing, I, I have decided to take control over my life in a very powerful way. I have told you guys about my fear of being on an airplane. And I have decided to start working on that. And I, and, and I, don't, I think I mentioned it last week that I realized that that wasn't even my fear. It was my mama's fear that I adopted. I had no experience whatsoever in my life until uh, 19, I mean, uh, 2018. I had no real experience, no, not, no, well, no real experience, no experience at all of being on an airplane. To have that terror go on inside of me to be on it. Now, after I got on, after I got on the airplane, it solidified the fear. But what if I created that inside of myself? before I even went on the airplane and then just lived it out. I could have sat in the turmoil without being so afraid, without freaking out. And so I'm working on that. And the way to work on that is to give back the fear that I adopted. So I'm going through my life and realizing there's a lot of fears that I've adopted from my mother and those around me that aren't even mine. And I've lived them and created them as if they were mine. And they were real to me. They are, you can make an illusion so real. That's what, that's what fear is. If you look at the acronym of fear, F-E-A-R, is false evidence appearing real. And that, it gets real for me. Driving over bridges, my mother used to freak out. We couldn't even talk when she was going over bridges. That bridge that comes from I-96 to Southfield or Southfield to I-96, we couldn't even talk. Shut up! And she'd be sitting there driving like this, and we'd be sitting there going like this too. So nervous that she might make a move because she was so afraid. I became afraid of flights because I took on her fears. I'm going through my life now, and I'm taking mastery and uh, learning about myself, and I'm taking control over my own mind so that my fears don't take control over me. You have power over your own emotions. You have power over your own mind. You can take control. Oh, look at that. My baby put it up there. False evidence appearing real. 
Ah, thank you, Howard. <laughs> he sees me do things and then he sticks it up there. I love it. I love it. I know, mastering, exactly. Mastering, exactly. So the scripture I want to use for today comes from 2 Timothy. It's chapter 1. I mean, uh, yeah, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. And I'm going to read it from the King James Version first because that's the most popular way that I've heard it being said. And it's a uh, God, let's say this together. For God have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And as I often say, it's okay if you want to bring your Bible. So if you have your Bibles, let's open up to 2 Timothy verse 1, chapter 7. I mean, uh, verse 1, chapter 7. Verse. Man, I'm tongue-tied today. I got to take mastery in my mind. Chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. And in the New Living Version, which I like, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So sound mind and self-discipline are the same thing. It means to have self-control. But it's not, self it's not necessarily self-control over your um, personality. It's having the Christ control over your mind, using the higher self that is, exists inside of you to control <clears throat> the personality self, which is the lowercase self. So when you look in the Bible and you see where you see God as a, as a capital G, that's talking about the higher self, the, the divine essence, the divine intelligence that created all things, is all things, knows all things, and is everywhere present. When you see it in a lowercase g, it represents when we make things or, uh, an idol through our personality consciousness. Does that make sense? So let's dive into this. What does this mean that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, love, and, so and uh, sound mind or um, self-discipline? It means, let me just listen, because. You're coming in strong. There's two powerful things that are written, that are said, put in that scripture. The first thing is power. You are power. It's not just you have power. That's one thing, and that's true. We have power. But the, tr the absolute truth about your authentic self is you are power, which means that you are powerful, which means that you are full of the power of God, which means that you are not only full of the power of God, but you are full of the ability to create anything that your heart desires in your mind, which means that not only are you have the ability to create anything that your heart desires, you have the ability to create healing in your body. You have the ability to create prosperity in your life. You have the ability to draw to yourself those things that your heart truly desires that will help you be fully self-expressed. You have the desire to pray over someone else, to lay hands on someone else, and the power you ignite the power of them to bring forth in them an expression of healing. And I know that because I've done it myself. It's because you, it is not just that you're powerful. You are the power, and it is the spirit in you that is working. 
not your personality. It is the spirit in you that is working through your body. You are a conduit and the essence of the power of God in you. Take that in. Take a deep breath and breathe that in. I am power together. I am power. You're not just powerful. You are power together. I am power. Take a deep breath and breathe it in. Because the important thing to know is however your life is, whatever is going on in your mind right now, is because you are the power that's creating it. You are the power that's creating it. You are one with God. So the spirit in you is power, is love, and it's discipline, self-discipline. Does that make sense? So when you master who you are, you get to choose, you get to co-create what it is that you desire in your life. I co-create peace to the point where I am not in full anxiety when I think about going on a trip. I get to create peace in my mind when I think about times where I'm missing my sister or missing my mother. I get to create peace. A lot of us dwell in the grieving process. We're not meant to live there. We're not meant to live there. As a matter of fact, pain and grief and those things in the body are indicators that something is off point. It is possible to have a transition in our life, whether it's a, uh, someone who's transitioned and left our life physically and now in spirit, or whether your life has changed and you're no longer at a job, or whether you've lost a car, or whether you've lost whatever. It is possible to go through those experiences in a state of peace because you have control over your thoughts. And there's a scripture that I've been meditating on for a little bit. It's coming from Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. And it brings in the self-discipline. The King James Version says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. What is this? 2, chapter, verse 5. In the New Living Translation, it says, You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Now listen to the, what it says. Look at how it is. It is. It is connected to the other scripture too. It says, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus has. Remember when we talked about the four expressions of um, Jesus in the Bible, how Jesus has been, has been expressed in the Bible. It talks about his personality, which talks about Jesus. That's the man part of him. Jesus walked here. Jesus did this. Jesus went up on the mountain. It talks about, it's using Jesus' name. Then it talks about the Christ, which is that spiritual aspect of you, the most powerful part of you. It is the power that is you. Then you might see Jesus Christ when you become aware of the Christ in you, the spirit in you. And then it's Christ Jesus when you allow that Christ, that spirit, to become one in, in consciousness with your movements, where you become the movement of God in you. Do you know that you are God's power in action in this world? Literally, you are God's power in action in this world. And the only way to truly self-discipline is to turn your life over to God, to completely surrender it to God. Surrender what you're choosing in your life that is dysfunctional. 
for that which is in your life that functions. There's always going to be a sacrifice. There's always going to be a sacrifice. When we, sacrifice, when we decide to walk according to what God's plan is over our life, we sacrifice those things that go against it. We sacrifice listening to other people tell us, well, how are you going to do that? How are you gonna? And, and we sacrifice um, letting others be our, our distraction, letting the world be our distraction. And I know there's a lot going on in the world with these shootings that are going on in this world. And I know that some of us want to do a lot more than just pray. And we can. We can choose to do more than just pray. Take self-control and step in and do it. But first, before anything else, we must take control over our mind and create a state of peace. Because if you're doing it out of anger, you're creating the same energy that went out and did the shooting in the first place. Take over your mind. Take over those emotions. Don't let the most, I'll say it differently. It's okay to not let the emotions take you over. Step in a space of taking over the emotions yourself. That is your true authentic self. And however you feel led to do your part, step into it with the full gusto of God, being self, being Christ-led, where you have the attitude in you that is also in Christ Jesus, which is the expression of love. That's why the spirit that we have is not of fear. False evidence appearing real. You're distracted by what's going on and getting caught up in the emotion of it and letting an emotion run you, and we go into fear. And that's what I was doing. I was getting caught up in the emotion of the idea of being on an airplane. And it wasn't even mine. Listen to that deeply. How many fears have you taken on? Opinions have you taken on from people around you growing up, and you took it on as yours? Mimicking that behavior, that's what we do as children. We mimic the behavior until we grow up and realize we have choice to live differently. I have power over my own mind, together. I have power over my own mind. This is serious. If I were to be real with you, there's a lot of times before things happen. Like, remember, I was telling you all Sunday, I was feeling full and emotional. And then a shooting happened. It's like I get telegraphed when things are going to happen. This isn't over. There's still going to be some, quote, unquote, horrific things happening in the world. But when we choose to say that and use the connotation that comes with those words, we create an energy inside of ourselves that feeds it. Let us know that the world is not going to always be peaceful. It's not going to always be harmonious. People are not going to always treat each other as the love and the self-discipline and the power they're created to be. People are going to let their emotions, they're going to let false evidence, they're going to let false ideas, they're going to let false thoughts take them over and go out and do something that is unloving. That's just a, a reality in this world, in this third dimensional world of separation and limitation. It's an illusion. It is up to us to take control over our thoughts and be the expression of love no matter what. That's a big thing to swallow, right? But you are the power that can do it. Seriously. If we think about how many people we have had, we have about 61 members signed up um, in this church. What if all of us sat in a spirit 
of love? What if all of us took control over our own minds, our own emotions, and sent out a vibration of love? What if all of us somehow took whatever way we felt led to do our part, to help do whatever it is we feel led to do, to shift this world, and literally took control over our minds and did it in a loving way? How do you think this, the vibration of love and power will resonate from this church if we, even the people in this room, look around and see how many people are in this room. Even the number of people in this room. We can do something. It seems like sending love and light doesn't do anything. But remember, you are power. How can it not do anything if the power in you is speaking to the power of the world to bring forth the power of Christ in the consciousness? Don't you know that it is possible that one thing can change? I was uh, reading this little story about this guy who was, um, he's a minister, and he was about to call home to tell his wife that he was heading home. And, you know, he always called her at night when he worked late to let her know he was heading home. So he went ahead and um, called her, but it didn't, she didn't pick up for some reason. So he went about getting the rest of his stuff together, and then he finally called her, and she answered the phone. And he said, yeah, I tried calling you about 30 minutes ago, and you didn't answer the phone. She said, well, the phone didn't ring. He was like, okay, and he let it go. Later on that next day, someone came into, his into the church to sit with him and talk to him and said, you know what? Last night... I was feeling so low, so insignificant, so unworthy that I was about to kill myself. And I asked God, I asked God, if you, if this is what I'm meant to do, let me know. And if it's not, let me know. He said, all of a sudden the phone rang and he looked at the caller ID and said, Almighty God. That's the name of the church, Almighty God Ministries. He was like, eh? <laughs> and he didn't do it. The slightest thing that we can do, even when we don't consciously realize we're doing it. He didn't know he called the wrong number. He didn't know he called the wrong number at right the divinely perfect time. What if we set our intention to go into the consciousness of the power in our heart and the love in our heart and take control over our mind that we don't let anything take us off course of being the expression of Christ? How many lives can we touch with our vibration? If you feel led to call someone, call them up. You know what to say when you talk to them. You feel led to go somewhere, go there. You'll know what to do when you get there. Follow the power in your heart. And during this Memorial Day season, there are going to be a lot of people who are going to be grieving. The lives of those who, who gave service to our country. And, in there, and some people have taken it on to use Memorial Day to just grieve those who they've loved who did not serve our country. Even in a state of remembrance, we can stay in a state of peace. I ask you all, I challenge you all, and I'm like, let's do this as a commitment together. I'll invite you to do this with me. Every morning for the next seven days, at 7 o'clock a.m., if you can, and if, if you're out, even if you're out doing something, bring your mind into the consciousness of love and send love out into the world. I, when I, years ago, I was doing this, and I, I kind of forgot it, and then I remembered it again. What I used to do every night before I went to sleep, when I'd pray, 
I, I use the five-finger prayer. Know, let's see if I remember it. Um, friends, I pray for my family, pray for the teachers, pray for leaders, pray for those who are uh, sick and weak and um, in poverty, and then pray for yourself. And what I do is afterwards, I'd send out a hug, like a spiritual hug, that God would touch somebody, even if it was for a second, touch somebody, touch everybody in the world, and then bring it back to me to touch me to remind me of what I've done. And I did it for a long time. I did it for maybe five, six months. And every day, I'd get a moment of, ooh. And then the next day, ooh. Ooh. It kept coming over and over again. I challenge us all, 7 o'clock in the morning, before you uh, take that moment, even if you set the timer, wake up and send love out into the world and send love out into your day and set your intention to take control of your mind and be only the expression of love. And if you want to add that little piece, that let it come back to you to, know what you, to remind you of what you've done, that will be even more powerful. I am power, together. I am power. I am powerful, together. I am powerful. I take control over my mind, together. I take control over my mind. Amen? 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 Amen. 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 Thank you. This time your heart said it's had enough Sick and tired of everything that's so messed up You don't want to move on just playing games Praying hard somehow that your life will change When you feel like you don't know what to do Stuck inside This maze you can't go through But don't give up And help you show me on its way
wasn't it? <laughs> Don't give up. You can clap again. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up because you are always the power that you want to see in the life. I love that. I love help is on the way, but the beautiful part is help is already in us and we can be the help on the way. Oh, I love. Can we give them another hand? <laughs> ah, I love, I love, I love our music team. Let's gently close your eyes and take a deep breath breathe to, and breathe into the consciousness of prosperity. Let what you're led to donate today, come to your mind. And let's open our eyes and let's affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And um, we, uh, the, you already know how to give to Unity of Farmington Hills. You know, you can do it online. You can um, send in your checks. You can also, when you do your purchases on smile.amazon.com, proceeds of your purchases go to our church. We're also signed up for the Kroger Rewards Program. So when you, you can link your Kroger card to our church as well. Um, the instructions I'll have next week, I just didn't get them from Eileen before she left, but I'll have them next week for you. But we're opening doors, guys, to get in other ways to service our church and each other and the world. So today is birthday Sunday. Those of you who have a birthday in May, uh, if you feel like standing up, you can stand up. Olivia, yes. Let's sing. Happy birthday to am I the only one? You. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, you are wonderful. Happy birthday to you. I forgot to change it to April. I mean May. So pretend that says May, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stand up, and uh, we're going to do our prayer for protection. And then, the, um, did you want them to come down and help us with the peace song? Do you guys want to come down and help with the peace song, the kids? Today is the fifth Sunday, and so on the fifth Sundays, I had dedicated that to the children to come and be a part of it. So today, they're going to come down, and we're going to say our prayer for protection, but they're going to lead us or guide us in uh, the peace song. So I think you guys have hand gestures or something, do you? Yeah, you know how to be nervous. <laughs> That's how I feel too sometimes. 
I'll be right up here with you. So let's go ahead and affirm our peace, our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. That was sweet. Now we'll do our, P our peace song. Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings but would still like to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page, unityfh.com donate.